In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Feast. Mythology is not dead. Greek and Roman mythology are not dead. They aren't dead because the characteristics and values of Zeus, Ares, and Aphrodite are all very much prevalent in our society. We value power, might, control, passion. Zeus, Ares, and Aphrodite have become like gods in our lives because we often desire what they value. We live a life of mythology. We live to appease the gods, to appease the inner Zeus, Ares, and Aphrodite. It's through appeasement that we interact with these mythological gods. We believe the passions, the inner gods, need to be appeased. Power, control, greed, lust, the inner gods, we believe they need to be appeased. And that's the false relationship between the mythological gods and humanity. Appeasement. It's all about appeasement. Today, the church exposes this false false mythology. It casts it out and proclaims the good news, the good news about the one true God. God is revealed today not as the one that needs to be appeased, but as the one who is well-pleased, well-pleased to enter his creation and work through his creation. God works through his creation. He works salvation through his creation. He works through the Theotokos who says yes to God and accepts God into her womb. She cries out, let it be to me according to your word. Thy will be done. God becomes man through cooperation with his creation. He works with us. And that's the beauty of today's feast. God works with us and it destroys all the mythology. God reveals himself as the one who works with us. It's all about participation, working together with God. He works with us and through us to open the kingdom. And we are reminded of this every time we see the altar. The holy doors to the altar have the icon of the Annunciation, meaning working together with God opens the gates of the kingdom. And that's the good news today. It's all about participation, working together, us together, God and us and us and God. We work with God for salvation. We participate in it, and that's exactly how God wants it. He could have entered his creation in a million different ways, but he didn't, because he didn't come to be appeased. He didn't come so that we could wave palms at him so that he would feel good about himself, like in Greek mythology. He came to work through us and with us to reveal himself so that we might participate in him. He came to take up our whole life, our very being, and transform it. He came because he desires that we experience and participate in divine life. He desires for us to fully participate in him. The goal here is participation. Participation in his divine way of life. We are his work. We are his beloved. We are his desire. We are who he works with. We are his glory. The glory of God is a human being fully alive, says St. Irenaeus. The glory of God is a human being fully alive. So this means that God's victory is us, working with him and becoming like him. That's God's victory. The victory today is us, 
working with God and becoming like him. We are God's desired. We are his work. We are his glory. We are his victory. Oh, the love of God and the humility and the selflessness that almighty God's victory is us, working with him. And this changes everything. It means life is all about working with God. It means to be human is to work with God. To be fully alive is to work with God. So there's a vital shift in how we look at our life. Life becomes our work with God. Our life's work is work with God. Life's circumstances become the opportunities for us to work with God. Our tasks, our problems, our strengths, our weaknesses, our victories, and our losses are all means for us to work with God. So when the toilet overflows, we first think, oh crap, literally. (laughs) That stinks, literally. And then we remember it's an opportunity to work with God, whose desire is that we work with him, whose victory is us working with him and him working in us. That's no longer a loss, that's a victory. That's working with God, that's his victory, and that's our victory. When we have an argument at work, or a confrontation in the home, we see it for what it is. It's going to be hard, it's going to be difficult. We also realize it's an opportunity to work with God. To do that which makes us human, that which makes us fully alive. Working with God, which transforms us into his likeness. His victory and our victory. Blessed Augustine says, Trouble should not really be thought of as this thing or that in particular. For a whole life on earth involves trouble. And through troubles on earth, and through troubles on our earthly pilgrimage, we find God. We work with him and participate in his victory. So our problems then become like little annunciations, little announcements that remind us that God desires to work with with us and through us, they are messengers that help us remember the good news, that God's victory is about working with us and engaging us. And in many ways, this is what Lent helps us to discover, to rediscover. We enter into the Lenten struggle so that we might start working with God and realize how full our lives feel when we work with God. It helps us come back to life, helps us become a human being fully alive. Father Stephen Freeman, we always talk about Father Stephen Freeman. I'm sorry, Catherine, but (laughs) Father Stephen Freeman says something to the extent of the problem with not fasting is that we become less human, less alive. To help us in our life quest to work with God, we have the service of the Akathis, which we have every Friday during Lent. And we especially do this during Lent because it's all about humanity working with God. The Theotoko serves as the perfect example of how humanity works with God. Come to the Akathis. We've already done the last one this year, but next year, if you're going to make a change in Lent, come to the Akathis service. And come and see and hear what's really being said, what's really being talked about. The priest exclaims at the top of his lungs as high as he can, joining the heights of heaven with all the angelic hosts, He proclaims with power and with wonder how God works salvation through his creation, engaging and incorporating them in his salvific work. Then we all together in response cry out, Hail, O bride without bridegroom, and Alleluia. We participate together in awe in the inexplicable truth 
and wondrous beauty of God's desire to work with humanity. And the Theotokos, perfect example of how we do it. The Akathis places our life in its proper perspective, working with God for our salvation. We go to the Akathis so that we can live out all that we are crying out. So our task this week is to live out all that we proclaim in the Akathis. This week, we'll work with God. We'll encounter life circumstances differently. We'll see our life events, good or bad, as little enunciations, little announcements that remind us that life is about working with God. When something unforeseen happens, we'll think, ah, it's an enunciation, an invitation to work with God for salvation. An invitation that brings us back to life, to bring us to victory, salvation through our situation. May we never forget that God desires to work in us and through us. He desires it. He becomes incarnate for it. He sheds blood for it. May we never forget who we are. May we never forget that we are God's desired. We are his victory, his work, and his glory. May the Theotokos, who is the perfect example of how to work with God in times of crisis and joy, intercede for us and inspire us. And may God continue to work salvation in our lives through our working with him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.